The Trusted Internet Connection, or TIC as it's commonly called, is an initiative to reduce vulnerabilities in government IT systems, in part by drastically reducing the number of connections between federal networks and the Internet, on the theory that fewer connections make it easier to monitor potentially damaging traffic. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of GovInfoSecurity.com and the Information Security Media Group, and I'm speaking with Matt Coos, Director of Federal Network Security at the Department of Homeland Security's National Cybersecurity Division. Thanks, Matt, for taking time to chat. Thanks, Eric. For those of our listeners who aren't familiar with the Trusted Internet Connection Initiative, please take a few moments to tell us about it. Uh, your introduction was pretty much on the money. We're looking at reducing and consolidating external Internet connections, establishing baseline security capabilities at those access points, uh, and then we've got a compliance function to go out and actually validate that those activities are occurring across the federal executive branch departments and agencies. Now, this was started in, uh, I believe, November 2007 by a uh, directive by President Bush. Is that correct? Uh, I believe that's correct, yeah. At the time, uh, how many Internet connections were there and how successful has the government been in reducing those connections? Well, it's one of the interesting kind of start with that because one of the things we're trying to get folks to focus on is a little bit less on the actual number of connections. As you know, bandwidth utilization is growing over time as more applications and systems come online with IP version 6 and, and some of those things. So we're really focusing on more of the consolidation aspects. Strategy with TIC was to define a manageable number of access points, get those in place across the various agencies, and then just begin reducing and consolidating their external connections to run through those access points. Still, I mean, at the time, I've seen figures as high as 8,000 points of entry to the Internet from, from uh, these are for civilian agencies, correct? For, right, executive uh, branch agencies, right. And were there about 8,000 back in 2007? Uh, that precedes my time here, but I, I do think that's probably in the ballpark. The initial goal was to get down to 50. I know you don't want to concentrate on numbers. Now I hear that perhaps the government would be satisfied with 100. And I, I do want to get to the other aspects of TIC, but i still like to know how many TIC connections are there now. Currently, there are 50 approved access points across the 110 federal executive branch departments and agencies. We're in the process of refining that number. We're accepting requests from agencies that need more, and we're vetting those and, and reviewing those for feasibility. Um, well, you're right. I think in, in, at the end of the day, we'll, we'll end up between 50 and 100. I think we're, we're right about the 80 number right now, and we need to continue to drive that consolidation over time. And though there are 80 now, there are still other non-tick connections that are still still in existence. Is that correct? Correct, yes. Do we, do we have any idea how many there are or not? We've looked at several sources. We're, we're collecting from directly agency input to our contracts and, and some of that stuff. A ballpark, and again, this is why it's, a, it's an inexact science because circuits get ordered kind of every day, but I'd say in the ballpark of the mid-2000s. The other problem with that is, as you know, we're in the process of migrating from the older FTS contracts for telecommunication services to the networks contract that GSA has put in place. And so what we're seeing is as agencies migrate, orders are getting canceled and and reorder through a different vendor on a daily basis. At the end of the day, you know, the goal is to get everybody on the networks and get them routed through those approved access points. Is there a timetable when you expect to see all agencies using TIC? My estimate is that by the end of calendar year 10, there are a lot of complexities with, with you know, as you can imagine, with 110 different departments and agencies and networks that they have. There's always going to be some anomalies, but in general, I'd say, you know, 
by the end of this calendar year 10, I would expect that we'd be close to 80% in place seeing traffic from the 110 different departments and agencies. 20% is going to be over time. We've got to figure out the anomalous networks and how we're going to address those. Let's talk about a little bit about how does TIC work? How do agencies connect to a TIC? Where are these TICs located? Who manages the TIC? So there's two models, really, for agencies to participate in the initiative. Really, there's three, but the third is a combination of the first two. One is to be a TIC access provider. In that case, primarily the larger agencies will establish their own access points, their own TICs. They'll stand them up. They'll run them. They'll monitor them. They'll have their own internal SOC and NOC functions. The other model is what we call seeking service agencies, primarily the smaller smaller agencies. And the way that they participate is either they'll go through a TICAP, who's a multi-service provider, so there's one TICAP that is offered to provide service to other agencies, um, or they'll go through one of our MTIPS vendors, that's Managed Trusted Internet Protocol Service. And those are the network vendors that offer MTIP services. Let's talk a little about the evolution of the trusted Internet connection in terms of what needs to be done. For example, uh, I believe there are something like 51 critical security capabilities that need to be implemented. So in the TIC 1.0 architecture, which is the current architecture, there are 51 critical capabilities that lay out really kind of knock-sock functions that need to be implemented at the, at the TICs. You know, we defined that architecture. It was, it was done with the interagency group a year or two ago. And then we've got a compliance function that actually goes out on-site and assesses whether or not those capabilities have been stood up. Agencies have made significant progress to date on doing that. Um, so, these, again, these are the TICAP agencies. The ballpark average, I think there's been about 80% across the board of the 12 TICAPs we've actually done on-site compliance assessments for to date. But about 80% of the 51 capabilities are in place. So that's kind of across the, the average of, of the agencies we looked at. Back in September of 09, about three of the agencies we looked at had told us they, they have 100% of the 51 in place. Uh, another nine had said they have 90% or more of those capabilities in place. And another three have said they've got 80% or more. So very good progress in terms of the agencies that are implementing ticks out there and, and standing up those capabilities. Can you describe what some of these capabilities are? Are they simple? Are they complex? They range. I mean, some of them are you know, managerial in terms of you've got to have a SOC capability that's staffed 24 by 7 with um, qualified resources. Others get into more technical filtering of inbound, outbound, SMTP messages. So it kind of runs the gamut. Some of them are highly technical. Some of them are more kind of functional and, and managerial to ensure that not capabilities are in place. Now, some of these involve Einstein, which, which monitors uh, traffic coming into the into the government, as well as uh, relationship with U.S. Air. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah, one of the 51 actually is deployment of Einstein too. Just for those who may not be familiar, what's what the French Einstein two from the original Einstein, and there's a third version coming out too. So Einstein two is the advanced uh, intrusion detection capability. Uh, Einstein three is more the proactive intrusion prevention. And is that something that could eventually maybe be added down the road? Absolutely, yeah. And that's one of the points I wanted to make with you is that, you know, as you know, threats evolve on a daily basis. And so we've, we realize that we've got to keep this dynamic. And so we've got working groups in place. Um, I keep mentioning TIC 1.0 architecture. We're about halfway through the development of the TIC 2.0 architecture. We've got a cross, you know, interagency working group that has met several times this year. We've got planned meetings um, for the next couple of weeks. Uh, to develop a 2.0 architecture, and that's going to incorporate a few more critical capabilities because um, we, we want to mature the, the baseline things that we put in place today. 
Can you give an indication of what some of these more critical capabilities will be? I don't want to talk to that yet because it's still in, in a working group at this point. But if you look at the different threats that you're seeing, I mean, that's definitely a large source of input for us and how we kind of develop the defensive capabilities we want to put in place. Now, you say there's a working group of the agencies. Is the White House involved either through OMB or the new cybersecurity coordinator, Howard Schmidt? So we have been working very closely. Howard's actually been very active, as well as Vivek Kundra. Just for our listeners who may not know who Vivek Kundra is, he's a federal CIO. So we do work very closely on all the DHS initiatives with, with those two uh, leaders. We're basically partners in, in these efforts uh, across the board. How do you know if TIC is working to help secure government IT? One of the things that we're really enabling here is, is you know, situational awareness across the federal enterprise. The Einstein II deployments, really all that information feeds our U.S. CERT organization, which is the operational arm of NCSD. And so by having that visibility, we can, uh, you know, it's, it's been apparent to date because we've increased the traffic that they're, that they're seeing quite significantly through the TIC initiative. But we're seeing a lot of uh, activity, and we're able to sort of reach out to those knocks and socks now that those capabilities are in place to help mitigate what we're seeing out there. By being able to see kind of from an enterprise perspective what's going on, we're able to more proactively warn the other agencies that may not be having the activity yet that it's coming so that they can take appropriate steps. So, and I think that's a really good indicator that security posture is increasing. We're actually improving the security of the federal government. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate the time, though. I've been speaking with Matt Coos, Director of Federal Network Security at the Department of Homeland Security's National Cybersecurity Division for GovInfoSecurity.com and the Information Security Media Group. I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.